Have you thought of ways Brian Hartline can improve the Buckeyes offense in 2023 with him being promoted to offensive coordinator? There's a belief that Brian Hartline will do everything he can so the Buckeyes offense is all it can be in 2023. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, May 9th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. During today's episode, I will predict the week one starters for the Buckeyes defense in the fall. But before we get to any of that, Brian Hartline's promotion to be the offensive coordinator seems one that is perfect for him. He is an offensive guy, played receiver for the Buckeyes, was a receiver in the NFL, and has done a phenomenal job of recruiting the wide receivers at Ohio State over the past few years. You bring in his ability to develop the wide receivers at Ohio State and his ability to recruit that level as well. You would think, hey, who on the Buckeyes offense could be an offensive coordinator? Brian Hartline is easily in that conversation. And so it makes me wonder, with Brian Hartline having a full offseason to prepare to be the Buckeyes OC in the fall, how does he plan on making the offense better than it was a year ago? On yesterday's episode, we kind of handed out a couple things that happened a year ago. You got guys getting drafted, five of the six draft picks at Ohio State. Um, and this year's NFL drafts were on the offensive side of the ball, quarterback. You had three offensive linemen, a receiver. I mean, you had guys there that were really, really, really good. But at the same time, let's keep it in context, the offense last year was not well-rounded. It was not something that um, I believe utilized every asset and every player that was good enough to play for the Buckeyes in any capacity a year ago on offense. Which then makes me think, how does Brian Hartline plan on changing that? How does he plan on utilizing that? Now, keep in mind, Brian Hartline might not call the plays in the fall. That is something that's still TBD to be determined, or it has been determined. It has not been announced. Because I still wonder if... Ryan Day still plans on it if he thinks he's going to call plays in the fall. Ultimately, I think Brian Hartline should. A um, little uneasy. I'm comfortable with, with Ryan Day calling plays. And actually, I think it would be a great thing for the Buckeyes um, to have him call plays. But I also understand that there are going to be things that happen if Ryan Hartline calls plays that maybe it takes him a while to get the feel of the game. Maybe the scripted plays, the first 10 to 15 plays of the Buckeyes offense, maybe those don't hit like he thought they're going to. Why? It's new to him. Anytime you do something new, there might be some hiccups. There might be some growing pains. So we're kind of kind of in a wait-and-see mode with Brian Hartline. However, there are positives to, to this. And I do believe there are some easy ways Brian Hartline can utilize the roster at Ohio State to help the offense be all it can be. One of the easy ways is utilize one player a lot more than you did a year ago, Xavier Johnson. Now, you remember yesterday, during yesterday's episode, and the Everdayers uh, definitely checked that out. They heard or watched me discuss the starters for Ohio State, the week one starters. I had a, a, a two deep coming at you. It was three deep at some positions, but definitely a two deep across the board. 
Xavier Johnson was not a projected starter for the Buckeyes in the fall. But one thing I did say was, even though Xavier Johnson is not going to be a starting receiver, he is still going to be a piece of the pie. He can be a running back. He plays a running back a year ago. He can be a receiver. He can utilize it in the return game. But one easy way I think he can be utilized better in, in a different way, a more specific way, actually there's two ways. Get that boy in motion. Like if you're going to have him line up at the slot, get that boy in motion. A little misdirection, a little counter. Get the defense going one way and then have the ball go the other way at the snap of the ball. Ultimately, I do think David Johnson is a phenomenal football player and Brian Hartline, I think one reason why he's going to use him specifically, he coaches him every day. Like every single day, he is in that room with Xavier Johnson, seeing how hard he's working, seeing how, how he's being developed, seeing how he's being matured, seeing all the things that make Xavier Johnson a really good football player. You've got to use a guy, utilize a guy like this, especially when, do you know if all three starting receivers are going to be healthy all year long? You don't know that. Like we don't. What was it, a couple years ago? Um, Olave and Wilson didn't play every game for the Buckeyes in 2021. Last year, you didn't get all three starting receivers to play every game last year for the Buckeyes. So you kind of got to expect it's possible somebody might get hurt or somebody might decide, hey, game five, I'm opting out. I'm going to decide that now is the time for me to prepare for the upcoming draft. I'm going to opt out. I'm not even trying to forecast the future. Just saying what can happen. You got to utilize Xavier Johnson more. But here's one. There's another one that I think Brian Hartline will do. And I have uh, been calling for this, goodness gracious, going back to the 2020 um, CFP National Championship game when the Buckeyes played Alabama down in the Orange Bowl. You got to use four wide receivers. Now, you know what? It was at that point, but it may have been 2021. I remember a show, a live show I was doing, and um, I was saying, hey, man, use four wide receivers. You have plenty. You have way too many elite guys or really good guys that you can't keep having these guys on the sidelines all season long because it's just too good. It's an easy weapon to utilize to allow the offense to be even better. Now, there will be times I do believe that you will see, you will see um, Harrison Jr., Abuka, Fleming at wide receiver on the field, and you will see Stover split out wide to have no guy on the end of the line of scrimmage as a tight end. I have no problem with that. And ultimately, I think it's a great move. I think it's an ideal move. But imagine this. Harrison Jr. on one side, Fleming on the other, Ambuka in the slot, Xavier Johnson in the slot. Or maybe you move uh, one of those four guys out and you bring in a Carnell Tate. Or let's say Brandon Ennis blows up. You put in a Brandon Ennis. Or let's say you have in a Jaden Ballard. You want to have more of that, uh, a, a different skill set on the field. Whoever it is, you have so many guys at your disposal, especially guys that you deal with every deal with every day, but also guys you recruited. You might as well go out and make it happen. Brian Hartline, utilize the players in this room. It just makes sense. And ultimately, I do hope, I hope this happens. Because one thing that frustrates me is during the season, there are clear-cut, easy ideas that thoughts are coming to my head about ways the Buckeyes can improve the offense. Now, I'm not a coach. I'm not there in practice, and I don't know why certain decisions aren't made. But sometimes things just make sense. And if things make sense, it might be a good idea to utilize those ways for the Buckeyes' offense to be all it can be in 2023. Let's go to the other side of the ball and do a little predicting 
Predicted the Buckeyes week one starters on offense yesterday. During today's show, it's time to predict the week one starters for the Buckeyes defense in 2023. Don't want to miss this. You got a two deep depth chart coming your way next on Locked Up Buckeye. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back and bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com. No sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen every single day. And if you are somebody that utilizes a serious XM app every single day like myself, you will love to learn that Locked On Buckeyes and all the podcasts at the Locked On Podcast Network are now on the Sirius XM app. So, Go ahead, search it, find the podcast, download it, and enjoy that in another way. It's just another avenue for Locked on Buckeyes listeners to enjoy Locked on Buckeyes every Monday through Friday, five days a week. It's a part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team, every day. It's prediction season, baby. It is time for us to look at and to go over the predicting of the depth chart for the Buckeyes defense Week one against the Indiana Hoosiers. And I'm going to say something I said a day ago. There was a reason why I did not come on here after spring practice that following week and say, here is the depth chart that I think is going to happen for the Buckeyes in, on defense in the fall. Ultimately, I think it would have been a disservice to your time if I did that because we're smack dab in the transfer portal window, the second one of the offseason. And so if I know we're in the transfer portal window and players can still transfer, why would I predict guys that'll be starters if they can easily easily leave within the next 12 to 10, 10 to 12 days in between me airing that episode and the end of the portal? So I decided to wait, which is wise. Um, there weren't many, any, I don't think there were any defensive guys that I had to move around due to the portal, but there definitely were some guys that had to move off of the portal of the uh, prediction for the offensive side of the ball due to them hopping in the transfer portal. So without further ado, predicting the Ohio State's Week one depth chart for the guys on defense. The two defensive ends, and I have been saying this for a while. I'm predicting it, but I still believe one of them still needs to prove and continue to work. And I think he's done enough to prove it so far, but he has to keep on working and grinding. JT Toy Malowal, starting defensive end for the Buckeyes, third-year player, somebody that I do think will be a top-five pick in next year's NFL draft. JT Toy Malowal is going to be phenomenal for the Buckeyes in the fall. The other starting defensive end, Jack Sawyer. 
And many people have heard me say, you have heard me say that Jack Sawyer, yeah, he can be a starting defensive end, but I wouldn't say he's a clear-cut favorite. You got to prove it. You got to earn it. I, I said I don't care who your name is or your recruiting ranking or any of that stuff. You have to earn the right to be a starter at Ohio State. And you know what? Really, it's any school, but you know what? I think Jack Sawyer's done enough to do that so far. So I, I have Jack Sawyer, one starting defensive end, Toy Malowal, the other starting defensive end, backing up Toy Malowal, Kenyatta Jackson Jr. He was also somebody that I said, hey, if he keeps working, if he keeps grinding, you can see that young man starting over Jack Sawyer. Eh, it's possible. And I still think Sawyer has that thing on lock. Backing up Toy Malowal, Kenyatta Jackson Jr., backing up Jack Sawyer, Caden Curry. Assuming Tuomalowal leaves at the end of the season, and if Sawyer blows up, if he leaves at the end of the season, those your week one starters in 2024, Jackson Jr., Kenyatta Jackson Jr., and Caden Curry. I do believe those two guys are going to be the next big thing, next guys to be solid defensive ends for the Buckeyes um, over the next few years. So that's how the defensive end works out. Defensive tackles. Now, this is one that's going to be, to me, some of these guys should have started a year ago, and I've been calling for it all year last year and understand what the hesitancy was. But I think one D-tackle, starting for the Buckeyes week one against the Indiana Hoosiers, Michael Hall Jr. I have been calling for his name, his number to be called for a long time. It's time, baby. Let him go. Let him loose. Let that young man do his thing. Michael Hall Jr. Starting one starting D-tackle for the Buckeyes. The other one, Ty Hamilton. Ty Hamilton backing up. I mean, excuse me, starting the other starting defensive tackle. And I think he should have got a lot more playing time than he did a year ago. Backing up Michael Hall Jr. Tyleek Williams. Backing up Ty Hamilton. Jaden McKenzie. So to recap, the defensive line starters for the Buckeyes week one. At one DN is JT Tuamalowal. The other DN is Jack Sawyer. One D tackle, Michael Hall Jr. The other D tackle that will be starting for the Buckeyes week one in the fall is Ty Hamilton. Now, we all remember the Buckeyes used a 4-2-5, used it a year ago, and Jim Knowles does not plan on changing that thing going forward. So with the Buckeyes using a 4-2-5, four down linemen, defensive linemen, two linebackers, and five DBs, there's only going to be two linebackers that will be starting for the Buckeyes in the fall. And ultimately, this was kind of easy. This may have been the easiest one to predict. It will be the same guys that started last year for the Buckeyes, that they'll be starting week one for them. Tommy Eichenberg will be starting the middle linebacker. Then the starting will linebacker is still Chambers. Ultimately, if one of them goes down, let's say Eichenberg goes down, you don't have to put in Cody Simon to spell him and to be the backup. No, you can easily move Steel Chambers over. And if you want to bump up somebody else to play that Will linebacker spot, maybe the other linebacker there, go for it. So be it. But I think this one was kind of easy. And you're looking at two guys on Eichenberg and Steel Chambers. And that could be all Big Ten guys. I mean, all, I mean, first team, all Big Ten in the fall. One of them might be um, first or second team All American. One of the, the other one may be second or third team All American. I mean, they are going to be that good in the fall. Or at the same time, I do believe both these guys, they blow up, they'll get drafted. I believe they will get drafted. I, I think they're going to be that good. And I, I am higher on Steel Chambers than I was a year ago. Ultimately, 
I think one of the best decisions he made in college playing football at Ohio State is moving from running back to linebacker because ultimately, I don't know if he would have been drafted as a running back if he stayed at Ohio State playing that position. I don't know how much playing time he would have gotten if he stayed at running back for the Buckeyes. But ultimately, going forward, still Chambers, starter, multi-year starter for the Buckeyes on defense, great. But also, he made himself a lot of money. But it's time for him to get drafted into the National Football League. Backing up Tommy Eichenberg. You got two guys. First back up, second string middle linebacker, Cody Simon. He's played that role quite a bit over the past couple of years. Then ultimately, third string middle linebacker, Mike linebacker, is Gabe Powers. Weak side linebacker. Backing up still Chambers, C.J. Hicks. Backing up Hicks in the third linebacker spot. Um, third one linebacker is Reed Carrico. Now, I will say this. I think Hicks might be higher on the board than some people think. Thought he was going to be based off how the coaches may have utilized him a year ago. It's up in the air. It's literally something that I am not sure what the coaches are thinking. Are Simon and Hicks neck and neck? Um, is Simon still ahead based off tenure at the program? Is he bet? Is he ahead based off his production? Is Hicks moving up because he's an Ohio guy, or is he moving up because he's literally that good and he's proven his worth? I don't know, but all I will say is this: Cody Simon better watch out because I, I I am a person that believes that CJ Hicks, CJ Hicks, going to somebody that if somebody gets hurt. I wouldn't be shocked if there, if there was a game that he is thrust into the starting lineup for the Buckeyes that have played more. And ultimately, the Buckeyes, if they play a team that utilizes a heavier set, two tight ends, three tight ends, a fullback, is Cody Simon the first back linebacker off the field, uh, off the sidelines to be that third linebacker on the field, or is it C.J. Hicks? I'm going to be pushing for it, and I'm going to be pushing for it consistently. CJ Hicks needs to play. You want to utilize multiple linebackers that are all that are backups. CJ Hicks needs to be one of them. Don't think he's ready to be a starter. Don't think he's better than Tommy Eichenberg or Still Chambers. Man, he might be the next best thing, next big thing. I said as a linebacker out of the Ohio State University. Recapping the linebacker spot. Starting Mike linebacker, Tommy Eichenberg. Starting Will linebacker, Still Chambers. Backing up the two backups to Tommy Eckenberg, Cody Simon, and Gabe Powers. The two backups, two guys backing up Steel Chambers, CJ Hicks, and Reed Carrico. Almost done. We got six positions down. Yeah, five to go as we're here predicting the week one starters for the Buckeyes defense. You can hear the rest of the defensive predictions next here on Lot of Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by. Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus and get there early this year. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Alhassen, Canada, Billiards and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor 
entertainment needs, visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards-plus.com. Billiards Plus, family owned and operated for generations. Six positions down. Four starting defensive linemen, two starting linebackers, and the backups at all of those positions. We have five positions, not five players, five positions to go as we're here predicting the week one starters for the Buckeyes defense in 2023. At one corner, Denzel Burt started the past couple years, had a sophomore slump a year ago, but I still believe he is going to be a starter. And I do believe the word compete that has been going around the cornerback room all offseason, I think he took that to heart. I think he maybe say read into that. I think he is doing everything he needs to do to be a starter and to be a better player for the Buckeyes in the fall. And ultimately, I think he takes another step. Now, I think he takes another step and it'll be a higher, maybe a day one draft pick next year, first round. I, I think I think it can happen. I seriously think Denzel Burke, as long as he uh, uh, develops and gets better in the ways that I think he will, the way corners are valued at the next level, I could easily see this young man being a future, being a future first round draft pick next year. Now, the other starting corner will not be the guy who I think some think he's been at Ohio State the past couple of years, and people think it will be a guy who wears number seven or defense. I do not. I still think, and I'm riding high with this. I've been saying it since he transferred to Ohio State, and I said it during spring practice. I'll say it again. I think the other starter opposite Denzel Burke is Davison Igbenosin. I, I, I think he came in. I think he's a guy. I think he's going to be someone that opposite Denzel Burke on that side. I think it's what the Buckeyes have been looking for. Did phenomenal things last year. Igbenosin did in the SEC. I believe he continues that same play that he did, that he utilized and um, played with down at Ole Miss. I believe he'll bring that up to Columbus and fans will be yelling his name loudly in the shoe during Saturdays in the fall. Backing up Denzel Burke is Jair Brown. Backing up Davis Nick is Jordan Hancock. Now, I will say this. If one of those top two guys goes down, Denzel Burke or Igman I think Hancock's the next guy up no matter what side of the field the player is playing on. I think he is that good. I believe that the coaches love him, and I think he's developed in a good way. I just don't know if he's a starter right now. Starting um, nickel corner, nickel safety for Ohio State, Jahad Carter. Another thing that I have not hopped off on, and I do believe he'll be healthy to go through fall camp, and I do believe his injury that he suffered during spring practice will not set him back from starting for the Buckeyes in the fall. Jahad Carter starting nickel corner or nickel safety. As Jim Knowles will tell you, he utilizes a three-safety defense. That is a position that Jahad Carter plays. He is a Syracuse transfer. Igbenosin starting corner. Other starting corner predicted. He is an Ole Miss transfer. Both of them played these positions Nickel corner for Carter, um, corner for Igbenosin. Both of them played those, those positions at the previous schools. So they have experience playing that at a high level, at a power five level. Backing up um, Jihad Carter's Cam Martinez. Might be controversial, but I still think Martinez is a backup right now for this unit. Then you got one of uh, the safety, other two safety spots. Um, Josh, Josh Proctor, I believe he came back to start. And I'll be shocked if he didn't start. Josh Proctor starting free safety for the Buckeyes, um, starting strong safety for the Buckeyes is Lathan Ransom. Backing up Proctor is Kai Stokes. 
backing up. Ransom is Sonny Styles. I am not as high on Sonny Styles as others. I am higher on CJ Hicks like other people are. But I will tell you, Ransom, good. Proctor, good. But as we have realized with um, Jim Knowles or maybe it's Perry Eliano or Tim Walton, if you mess up some time in that DB room at that position, the plug might get pulled and you might go to the bench. That's what happened to Proctor a year ago. He literally gave up a touchdown. Now, it was to Sonny Styles' brother, who Lorenzo Styles, who has committed to Ohio State. But Proctor, Mr. Tackle, gave up a 50-plus-yard touchdown to Lorenzo Styles last year when the Buckeyes played Notre Dame. What did we see? Proctor got benched, and ultimately, that put Ransom back up on the field. And Proctor didn't really play much anymore. So, uh, he played some. He played, but not the same role that people thought he was going to. Y'all better just bring it. Go locked in. Play your bring your right game every set. Because if not, you might get benched. But to recap, the starters for the Buckeyes in the secondary, one corner, Denzel Burke. The other, the other corner, Davis and Igmanosin. Starting nickel safety, Jahad Carter. Starting free safety, Josh Proctor. Starting strong safety, Lathan Ransom. Out of here, man. It's just fun to be back with you. Got some more crossovers coming up with you. The everydayers don't want to miss the crossover tomorrow with Aaron Freeman of Locked on Falcons. Him and I talk about the Falcons drafting Zach Harrison and even a conversation about <clears throat> Jeffrey Okuda as well. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens 7 You can send all of your emails to jstevens 317 at gmail.com. Come right here, guys, on a Tuesday. Got some more good stuff coming your way. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes so you don't miss a beat. For Locked on Buckeyes on a Tuesday, I am Jay Stevens. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time.